Racing Nation with James O'Shea. Thanks for joining us on Racing Nation now with thanks to Clean Up and Fairview Stud joining me now to have a look at the Big Dubin 10,000 meeting from the BRC and Sky Racing are referred to Nathan Exelby. Good morning, how are you? Really well, thanks, mate. Good morning to you and listeners. Been a very, very big week and a lot that's gone on to ensure that a Doombin 10,000 will be at Eagle Farm this weekend. A lot of water under the bridge, literally. So, um, yeah, the decision was pretty straightforward. You've got a track here at Eagle Farm that can cope with this uh, amount of rain and, and Doombin just wouldn't be raceable. So, interestingly, the penetrometer at Doombin by Thursday had got to similar level to what it was during those February floods. So, that's an indication yeah, well. of how much rain we've had, but um, Eagle Farm, the, the, just uh, the water goes straight through that, that drainage system there, and I'm not sure they'll put up a soft five thereabouts tomorrow. There's going to be rain through the day, so uh, to be fair, it, it, it is racing at Eagle Farm under circumstances we have not raced there since they resumed racing on this track in December 2018. So it is relatively new, but you know, I'd be surprised if you're looking for wet trackers, put it that way. You know, you might get a deluge and it'll be be dry 15 minutes later. So I'm working around soft five, good four, and you know, if that's the case, it'll be absolutely perfect. I know jockeys that rode on it on Tuesday morning were impressed with how the track played there for those track gallops. So, um, yeah, fingers crossed we get to showcase the, the big girls on Saturday uh, in all her glory. Okay, well, let's uh, hope we can find a few winners on the Eagle Farm track as well. Hopefully you can help us do that. Let's have a look at the quaddy legs taking in a number of big feature races. We start in the sixth. That is the Magic Millions Bright Shadow over 1,200 metres at listed level. I'm with uh, one of the girl from up your way, Kisakano. I think very forgivable last time at Doombin on the heavy track where she got stuck wide. The run prior at Eagle Farm was good, and she was good at the Gold Coast prior to that off a sticky gate as well. There's huge speed in this race, so I think she'll just be allowed to find her feet and then really finish off strongly. So happy to go with her. East Asia around a similar quote at that double-figure mark. She's tried like a bomb, East Asia. Um, I've given her no hope in, in this race across the road at Doombin, 1110, but at Eagle Farm, 1200 with all that speed on and a good draw, she can just be cuddled up and, and let rip in the straight. I think is going well. Um, the, the first up win was good. East Asia trialed alongside her and, and I think trialed better, but Centrefire's got the score on the board this prep on a racing front. Then we get to Babylon Berlin. She's got great form lines from New Zealand through Sword of State, uh, in Trivier, uh, Levant, uh, Rock and Horse as well. Um, but just the 59's a worry, but I'll put her in there because of that class element uh, that she's got. I'm going to risk the favourite one, Diva, who, who won first up at Caulfield, but we saw her here in, in uh, through the summer carnival. I think needs to improve on what we saw. Let's go to the seventh. That is the Drinkwise Rough Habit Plate over 2,143 metres of Group 3. A few different form lines here. You've got the Queensland Guineas. Um, just, uh, just I'm on the fence on that Queensland Guineas form, so I'm searching elsewhere. Verona, number 14, she comes across from New Zealand, joins the Mar Eustace camp, and uh, second start for them, bolts in in the Frank Packer plate. Albeit at big odds, but didn't seem to be any element of fluke about it. She relished the 2,000 metres there. Um, beat straight Aaron, who I'd imagine would be a short price favourite in this race. I think she's got the right form. She gets a nice run from the mid draw for Pike. 
think she's clear top pick. Pinarello, the danger for mine, comes across from New Zealand. Uh, clear best last time off a little break there. Winning uh, Pukekohe over 2,100 metres. Genuine derby type, can Frankie's credentials here. Then you know, Dark Destroyer and Character both need to prove they can run the 2143. Um, I think Ashgrove and Southern Stock can run well coming through that Queensland Guineas, but I just prefer those two, well, one ex-Kiwi and one Kiwi. So we'll go 14-5 and then 3-1. and one. We'll go to the eighth. That is the big one off the day. The tab, Doombin 10,000, Group 1 over 1,200 metres, wait for age. No matter which way I looked at it, I just kept coming back to Marzu. I know there was an expectation that this would be on a heavy track and he'd be suited. So it is a different circumstance. But before he went for a break, he uh, raced at Randwick and he ran 192 there for the 1200. He beat a horse, uh, Battleton, who then went and ran very well in the Coolmore Stud Stakes. And we know Marzu's just lifted the bar each time this preparation. So uh, I think he gets the right run here and he can join the the elite sprinters here and, and, and show why he's now locked in for that Everest slot. Paul Lally, I am wary of him improving back on, on a firmer surface here. He was solid enough through the Sydney Carnival. The third in the TJ stands out, but obviously no match for Marzu on the wet ground. Maybe he can bridge the gap on a firmer footing here. And 14 isotope, um, just the barrier makes it really tough for her. I'm not sure what they do, whether they press on from there and, and find a spot and hope to find a spot or concede and, and let her run on. It's a, it's a tricky one for them because there's a couple of group ones in a fortnight and four weeks that they won't want to have her gassed for. So just how it plays out early for her. But she's good enough, I think. We'll go 9, 10 and 14. We'll go to the lucky last. It's race number nine here. The Bundaberg Rum Benchmark 85 handicap. This one over 1,400. Really keen on acquitted here. Second start in Australia. Uh, as a three-year-old uh, back in the UK, he ran second to Palace Pier one day. That horse went and put together a bucket load of Group 1s subsequent to that. Acquitted obviously didn't go to the same level, but Australian bloodstock have uh, landed him here in Australia. Trialled well a couple of times, and then I thought travelled like the winner at Randwick. Then just got a bump and may have lost his action and just didn't quite finish off. The run was still respectable. His profile in Europe says up to 1,400 suits better. Gets a better footing this time. Oh, I'm thinking that Sam Clipperton wins the uh, 10,000 and then rounds it out with this horse in the last. Really keen on him. Paladas and flexible, the dangers for mine. So we'll go 4, 12 and 13. That's leaving out my old mate, Never No More, who's... Uh, <laughs> who's uh, uh, I've had to seek outside help to sort of overcome those two near misses in recent times. Yeah, well, if you can send me whoever your outside help is, I could probably use it. <laughs> I could probably, they could probably get inside my head too. Like, I, I shudder every time I hear or see that horse now. But anyhow, yeah. we'll, uh, so you know what that means. It's a certainty tomorrow. But anyway, let's uh, we'll, we'll wait Correct. and see. We'll find out tomorrow. All right, well, let's round out. What's the best bet or best each way? Best value on the program for yourself. We'll go dime all race two number eight is the best. And then race we'll see the race. And race nine, number four, acquitted is the value. Race nine, number four, acquitted the best value. Great day of racing is ahead of us. Can't wait for it, Nathan, as always. Thank you for joining us, and hopefully we've helped the punters find a few winners. Cheers, mate. You're listening to Racing Nation with James O'Shea.